On this episode, I've got special guest, Kevin Goodnight. Kevin is the author of the book, Dad Voted, and is dedicated to developing devoted dads. In today's show, we will dive into the lie that dads have been fed about power, money, and status, and how we need accountability and mentorship. Have a listen. There's a voice deep inside every dad calling him to lead. Society, vices, inner demons, negative thoughts try to dampen and drown out that voice, but it never goes away. Your wife feels it, your children feel it, and your heart and soul feel it too. It's the voice that starts off as a whisper, but then becomes a calling. A calling to be the tip of the spear for your family. A calling to play all out and lead by example for your children. A calling to build a legacy that will go on for generations. A calling to be the warrior dad you were born to be. Dads, our children need us now more than ever to be that beacon of hope, courage, positivity, and strength. It's time to rise as warrior dads together as a brotherhood. If you felt that twinge in your soul, it's time for the warrior dad experience. Welcome to the show. I am extremely excited to have special guest Kevin Goodnight on the show. Kevin, welcome to the show, my man. Dude, I've got chills from the intro, man. Let's get this thing rolling. I love it. Listen, that's the point of it, right? Energy, chills. We're going to get into a great discussion. If you would, for, for the audience sake, would love to hear a little background, a little bio about yourself, and, yeah. and then we'll dive in. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, first and foremost, I did just so you know, you you don't know this, but you keep me accountable just based on who you are. So I I got a workout in this morning or just about an hour ago. So the, the blood's pumping, uh, a little back and buys and a little core. So just so you, you know that even even though uh, we talk every so often, uh, you, you've got that accountability without even telling me anything. So appreciate what you do. Uh, look, I live in the suburbs of Houston. I've been uh, I'm a dad of two uh, awesome boys. I got a, I'm a, I have a teenager in the house as of today. So, uh, I've got a 13 year old son, a 10 year old son. Uh, I've got my, uh, my bride of, oh man, 18 years. And we are just in the throes of, of life and, uh, and, uh, and doing what we do. We do a lot of fun stuff. Uh, I, my, my nine to five, I, I run a flooring business, uh, focusing on construction, multifamily. It's fast and furious. Uh, I, I run hard, and then, uh, and then my wife uh, works from the home. She's pursuing counseling and her master's degree. Uh, we're, we love raising these little crazy little humans and uh, little war- young warriors. And, and then, um, you know, my calling uh, as of in 2020 was that to write and challenge dads. And, and I would love to say I woke up one day in 2020 and it was bullseye in your face. This is your calling. It was actually a calling of me getting out of my own way over the course of two years and morphing into this person who has become uh, a dad voted and a, and a leader of dads. And, and what's the craziest part about this is I was, I was so far removed from what I thought was in the right zone and the right mode. Cause, uh, and we'll talk about a lot about what, what that does and that grew this, but basically I, I woke up one day and told my wife, I feel a calling to write, for our family legacy. I got a lot of teach these boys over the next 10 years or so. And, and, uh, but who writes books? Nobody writes books. I'm a flooring guy, right? I run a business and we go on to the end. Uh, we go on to the end of that year and we go to a wedding 
and I'm journaling and I'm like, man, this could become a book. And a lady I've never met in my life comes up to me and says, you are going to write a book one day. And I looked at my wife and I said, is this, is, is this my calling? And she said, I think it is. And there's a, a lot of uh, my journey of faith, my journey of sobriety. I'm 450 something days sober, man. It's been uh, just a, a, a revolutionary change. And, you know, like I say, from all of this, if there's one person that's the, that I always say, you know, we always want to change one person. Well, one person's been changed and, and you're looking at him and uh, me changed trajectory of my kids, my family, my legacy. Um, and that's why me and you have hit it off so well and, and so excited to, to challenge and charge dads today. Uh, and and I, I'll let you introduce kind of what we're talking about, but, but that's my call. My call is to partner and lock arms with guys like you and this brotherhood of fatherhood. Um, and we come at it from different angles. You're a maniac human and I love it. <laughs> I come at it from a balance and wellness and faith uh, perspective. And, but we're both beautiful that we're charged. We've got our blinders on and we want to challenge and charge dads to be just a little bit better. That's it. Yeah. Love it. Love it, my man. And thank you for those kind words. When you let off, glad you got to work out in, right? That's the, that's the magic pill. Everybody just doesn't realize, right? Like you no can doubt. literally transform your life, but just by moving the body. So love that piece. And, and thanks for sharing, sharing your journey and, and your arc and, and where you are now. And yeah, yeah, so excited for us to be connected because I know you've got a big mission and vision. I do as well. This is how we make a dent in the universe. And, yeah. you know, when we talk about legacy, at the end of the day, Kevin, that's what truly matters. I still remember the last deep conversation I had with my mother and yeah. she was worried she was going to be forgotten when she, you know, was, was going to go on hospice care for breast cancer nearly nine years ago. It's not going to be anything else. It's going to be what your legacy is. So let's dive into that. You know, that lie, the male yeah. PMS and the lie we've been fed about power, money, and status. Yeah. Explain I, what that lie lie is for the audience so they can kind of get a context. Yeah. And then I'm sure we'll have a back and forth on it. Yeah, no, it's um, it's kind of something that's morphed over time. And, and it's a lie that I was fed and it and it's it was generational as well. And it and it's I call it male PMS, and it's not about moody hormonal fluctuations or, or anything. It is literally that we are being taught, driven, and expected um, all about power, money, and status, and rooted in, in more PMS, which is pride, materialism, and selfishness. And, and look, we're men. We are, we are wired to work. I'm not saying this has anything to do about not wanting to achieve and be high achievers and perform, but it's when performance and accolades drive everything that our family suffers, our marriage suffers, and, and here's the thing, the world applauds this and the world expects this. Corporate expects this. They expect, when I say nine to five, if one of my executives is listening right now, they're cringing going, it's, there's no such thing as nine to five. Well, I believe in a, in a balanced life of eight, eight, eight. You work for eight hours, you sleep for eight hours, and then you, you're with your family and you work on your passions for eight hours. Now, some days it's 10, seven, and seven, and, and it's yeah. mixed around those. But um, we've been culturally fed this lie uh, that it's about power, money, and status. And today it's it's really about how do we wake up? What is, how do we transition? What does that look like? Who do you surround yourself with to rid yourself of this male PMS? So that's that's kind of the framework and the basis of uh, of what, what is happening. Uh, but unfortunately, this muscle through blinder mentality, and and here's here's the sad part. And uh, and it was 20 years of my life, and I was on a trajectory of you one day wake up 
and you're trying to build this and you're trying to build your own kingdom and you're full and you think it's going to be all about this and you wake up and you're empty one day mm-hmm. and you have a roommate situation at home with your spouse, your kids see you as an ATM and you have no meaningful manly relationships to, 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 to grow on. And then you wake up with regret, guilt, shame, fear, and then you continue to self-medicate all these things. I know these are buzzwords with you because you lived it as well, man. And that's, that's male PMS. It's, it's just uh, ingrained and it's accepted in society. And we've got to crush this mentality. Yeah, no, I'm right right there with you, brother. I think it's it's everywhere, right? I, I had shared a post and I know you'd commented today on oh, yeah. two 20-somethings in the sauna talking about how tomorrow they're not going to work out because they're going to be so drunk. One guy talking about how he, he hurt his lip and then had to go to the doctors and messed up one of his glands. And, and it was just like, holy crap. That was me in my twenties. And it was me in my thirties even, right? I spent 20 years in this kind of mode striving to get to a next level, but never able to get there because of those things that were sedating me as a man, whether it's alcohol, porn, gambling, social media, all those things that just, I love to say chip away who we are as a human being and as a man. And then it's tough to look at ourselves in the mirror day in and day out. And then you wonder why you play small. So you know, celebrate you on those number of days without alcohol. I'm almost at the end of this year, it'd be two years for me. So same, nice. same thing, like just the clarity and the, the energy it gives you is so, so powerful. So, you. you know, how, how do you think we've been programmed? I, I, I mean, I know what my feelings are, but what are some ways to kind of break from that programming that, that we've been indoctrinated with and, and, really is so ingrained into men and, and dad specifically? Yeah, man. Great, uh, great question. And, and I really, it, it, it stems from um, men, a lot of it, keeping it all inside. And we've, we have fled from two things. We have fled from accountability hmm. and we have moved away from mentorship. So, and let, let me break down my view and let's chat about it. I'd love to, to, to get your view. But accountability is lining up with like-minded, not necessarily like-minded, but lining up with similar age, similar stage in life men that can go arm in arm together in life. My journey of sobriety started with that. I said, hey, I mean, this sounds awful, but I had a spreadsheet. I'm going to I'm gonna track my drinks for a month. And I just want you to be somebody, I have to track it every day. And it was embarrassing. You go through a month, even with somebody watching what you're drinking, it was, it was embarrassing. And there were days I just left... I put an asterisk. I knew, I mean, I knew I'd had 10, 12 drinks, but I wasn't going to put the number, the number down. So that accountability of somebody that challenges you. Um, and even on that, even on that portion of, of the, the porn, the gambling, that side, you need somebody that, that speaks truth into your life. Uh, that men, um, iron sharpens iron, I believe. And that men need that. We've, we've gone into this again, that muscle up muscle through, this is all about me. I got this. I'm a man. It's like, Guys, we're we've got to we've we've got to lock arms, and uh, and and it doesn't matter if you're men of faith, if you're not, if you're it's it just men have to be together. Now that's so that's accountability, mm-hmm. mentorship on the other side. It's twofold. It's somebody at least ten years older than you that have lived that has lived more life that speaks goodness and truth into you, calls you out, um, and then somebody at ten years younger that you're speaking into. So there's two, it's twofold. It's not just a feed me mentality. It's also you pouring in. So 
Um, I have a 30 year old guy that I'm pouring into and, and it's actually, it helps my accountability too, that I'm pouring into somebody else, similar to probably you in coaching, right? Yep. This is, you're the practitioner, right? I think if used you, you've used that word. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, when I mess up, my kids go, wow, dad, that wasn't very dad voted of you. Right. When you, so mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, that's yep. or what chapter did you write about the, uh, you know, a meltdown dad? I mean, I'm like, oh, was that chapter 46? You know, how do you keep yelling <laughs> at your kids? So that is my become my my accountability. And when I and I and uh, and that's that's the thing that I think is holding us back is lack of accountability and absolutely no mentorship. Um, and I'd like to get your thoughts. And then I have another I have a story to tell you of two men who went different directions. But I'd like give me your thoughts on on just that big picture topic. Yeah, accountability is such a missing piece. I feel like we get to adulthood and you have zero to little accountability. And most of the time, if you're in a career, it's your job that has any semblance of accountability. So you can do whatever the heck you want any time of the day, other than, you know, just making sure you're paying the bills. So lack of accountability is everywhere. And you can play so small, so easily in life, meaning you can say, Hey, this is what I'm going to do, but you never tell anybody about it. And that's how 99% of people say, you know, do things. They say something, but don't say it to anybody else. They just keep it internally. And then they're a half foot on the island, a half foot in the boat. Yep. And they, and they don't get anywhere. And I literally was talking to one of the dads in class six of the warrior dad experience. I'm like 99% of people half-ass their entire life and they want extraordinary results. That's right. You're not going to get there if you think you're going to get a half an effort. It's just not going to happen. Right. So lack of accountability. That's where I went down those dark, deep holes in my life and, and had to dig out of dig out of because yeah. I didn't I didn't have anybody that I was accountable to, right? In my coaching programs. I mean, I'm accountable because I'm the tip of the spear. I'm checking in every day. I'm doing the work. Yes, I'm a practitioner. I mean, I'm 30 days away, Kevin, from meditating for at least 10 minutes a day yeah. for six, six straight years. Yeah. Right? Like I I do it. So accountability is so important having somebody. And I will tell you the main thing that gets in the way for dads is ego. Yeah. Ego. No, what are you saying? I'm not, no, I'm not saying you're not good enough. I'm just saying, could you get better? Yeah. Could you have a growth mindset? I always say, and I tell my boys this and my wife all the time, I'm always on this iterative process now of getting better. Yeah. And I don't know everything. The more I learn, the less I know. Right. And that's, that's the journey. And when you can be yeah. When you can put the ego aside for a second and say, hey, maybe this guy's got something that might teach me something, might be able to up-level as a dad or a husband or just a, a, a leader, man, it's it's incredibly powerful. So I'll stop right there on the accountability piece if you have anything to add. Yeah. I mean, and look, I, I wasn't a bad dad. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't, you know, abusive. I wasn't, I just was my, I was in the house, but I wasn't present. I wasn't mm. fully present. And I think that's, we could go on a tangent on fatherlessness and we know that all the stats on fatherlessness, but I think where I come at is more that young professional or that professional dad who's just trying to climb, climb, climb and at, at what all costs. And, and they don't realize that they're leaving behind these beautiful people that they've been entrusted to lead, but they're mm. all, they're given, well, like I would like to say, they're, um, they're alive at work, but dead at home. I mean, you know, it's yeah. just one of those, just it's a, it's, and look, that was me. I'm, I'm not saying this isn't a call 
to anybody. This was me. I, I, I mean, I had hit every accolade. I had won every award. I had been never missed a promotion up until I get this calling to write this book. And then I go and try to manufacture my own success and it doors completely slammed. And I'm like, yeah, that book, I'll write that book, whatever. Door shuts. I'm like, okay. Uh, and I'm talking from friends in the industry that said, it's not if we hire you, it's when we hire you. Right. So I'm trying to manufacture these things, trying blinders on. Finally, I had to pump the brakes and go, maybe my calling is this writing. And, and then again, lining up, and we, me and you talk about when you are living something and you have that wake up moment. Um, I wrote the book in four months. I mean, mm-hmm. it was, it was a, it was a through two and a half year journey of me trying to get out of my own way. And then the floodgates opened. Book was written in four months and I, I'm not very cocky and arrogant, but it was good and it's good. And it launched four or five months ago. And we've had great success with it. And, uh, but again, it changed the trajectory of my life from a terms of how do I show up every day, but that accountability and mentorship and, and just, so I'll tell you a story of even going into, uh, this is from a year ago. I'm about to launch the book. Um, let me get my timeline straight. I, it was earlier this year. I'm about to launch the book. I go into a fatherhood breakfast. Uh, the mm-hmm. world needs a father. It's a fantastic uh, organization ministry out of South Africa. Okay. Um, and I just, I, I love, I'm so thankful where we live in America, but I mean, we don't know what they go through in other parts of the world. I mean, the fatherlessness uh, is is just brutal there. And he started this, this ministry and he's, he's, I was sitting at this breakfast and a buddy of mine, who's a, who's a high powered guy at an oil and gas company, makes plenty of money. But he's going down that path of that I kind of talked about roommate situation at a while. You know, his kids love him. He's a great dad, but he's he's just in this work, 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 um, you know, blinders on roommate situation. I can see what's building. He goes, man, I want that mentorship. I need that. And I've said I do, too. I don't have that. So two men. One goes left, one goes right. He goes right. He goes home. I go left. I go to the stage. I say, hey, I just want to let you know I have a calling for dads. And he goes, I picture in right before this, even he said, I picture somebody in this room that's going to speak to thousands of men one day. And I'm like, that's, that's me. <laughs> and so there you go. I go up and I'm and uh, I, I'm, I'm talking to him and he says, you need to introduce you to Percy. Percy then introduced brings me to his house the next um, the next week to another uh, training on the world needs a father that then leads me to another um, certification class that I go through where I meet this gentleman named Johannes who, who goes on these crazy men's retreats and just is this, I mean, he, he might make you look a little weak, little soft. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so I'm like, I'm like, you're going to be my mentor. So mm-hmm. I don't have this mentor. It's now I have this 62 year old, uh, um, South African freaking stud who is my mentor. Um, and now I'm speaking in to another kid who's up and coming and going through life's challenges. Mm-hmm. And my buddy who went right, still going right. Mm-hmm. And and it's that one decision for me led to another decision, led to another decision. Now I, all this thing, and I'm speaking into men's lives on the daily, guys calling me, hey, let's talk about this. Let's work, work through this. And I'm working it in a passion for, for men and dads but I'm doing it in such a way that I'm not neglecting my family. Right. And my family is actually getting more of me. And that's, that's been the most beautiful part of all this pure intentionality and just running hard with my family. Yeah, no, I love, and, and mentorship is so, so powerful and coaching, right? Getting coaching. I, I was, 
as we were, as I was preparing for the interview, I, I kind of went through my mental Rolodex and I was like, you know, cause some people and dad specifically balk at paying for coaching or paying for, I think Kevin, I've spent north of $70,000 on coaching. Yeah. Like, because the greatest gift I can ever give myself is to invest in myself. It's going to, yeah. there's no cost. Cost is what you pay for a glass of, you know, a gallon of milk and then it's gone. Yep. And investment is, it just pays so much down the road. And especially when you talk about legacy mm. and being able to share what you learn with your kiddos. I, I always say, you know, in the warrior day, like we learn at the highest level. So we learn, take action, but then we share the journey with our kids. Like my kids are up attacking the gym three days a week at 5 a.m. at the Y. And why is yeah. it? It's because I've shared the journey with them. I've shared how grit, effort, determination, resiliency are going to be a determining factor in their success and thriving in life, right? And, you know, the only way I got there was from paying people to hear their journey and to give their wisdom and to say I could learn something new and have that growth mindset. And I think that's that's so important. And everybody is going through something, yep. right? That's that's the other piece is so so many times we discount just having, you know, one conversation, you made one choice and that yeah. changed your trajectory and your buddy's trajectory completely, completely different. So it's so, so incredibly powerful. You mentioned, you know, the, the power money status. It's one or two ways a dad who might be listening to this and stuck in that rut and say, holy crap, they're like talking about me right now. Yeah. What are one or two things they can do? To make that change. And I, I always like to say, whenever you're creating a new habit or a new pattern, make it so small, so easy, it's almost laughable. Sure. Right. We're, we're wired by society again to hit that grand slam, walk off a fat flip home run to win the game. But what's maybe one or two things in your experience as a yeah. dad and, and talking to dads that, you know, maybe a dad that's going that left path can do to change his, his trajectory and pour into his kids and family. Yeah, man, I got seven, 17 things going through, but it's it's almost through. It's how do we understand our the future, our legacy? How, start with the end in mind, right? And I, it's almost a vis, visualization. Like I hate, I mean, to go morbid, but think about yourself um, at the end of your life. And and we talk about, um, you know, I, I forget who quotes it, but they talk about the dash on your mm -hmm. tombstone. That, that's yep. all that matters. The day you're born, the day you die, it's, it's all about the dash. What did you do with that time? I mean, I'm 41, about to be 42. I've reached the halfway point. It could be, I've could be more than the halfway point. So for me, that little thing is how do you start with the end in mind? Um, and then work your way back to, to 10 years then work your way back to five years and work your way back to a year and then kind of work yourself into a plan. Um, I'm a huge proponent of the morning routine. Uh, my best time at five is from five to 8 a.m. I get my, I conquer more in that day for myself than I do for the, for the rest. So I would look at that. Um, so many little things, you know, if you waste 10 minutes for every 10 minutes you waste, it's 60 hours a year, yep. 60 flipping hours. And I, I think we've just gotten so ingrained, the phone, the social media, the this. And look, you're trying to build a brand. I'm trying to build a brand. You got to have that's inherent. But I think we've come to realize we're, we don't realize how much time we're wasting. So that's the small picture. Big picture is that accountability, mentorship, 
coaching lineup. I mean, you've got to line up. Uh, you've got to start with learning about yourself, your identity, and then you got to do an investment. If we're going to go, I like the alliteration. I like the eyes, identity, investment. Um, but it starts with the individual. It starts with self-awareness. You've got to do a self-check. You've got to meet with some people that will kick you in the face. And and I had some people that kicked me in the face. I had some journey. I had some people that avoided me on their sobriety journey because I was the one who rallied them. And I said, Joseph, I had a buddy. I'm like, how did you? I saw him. I said, dude, you're freaking 50 pounds less. What happened? He goes, I stopped drinking six months ago, but I was or four months ago, but I was afraid to tell you because you're my drinking buddy. And we just, we summertime swim team drinking buddies. And, and that's what we get so caught up in this uh, ego, dude. You nailed it on, on that, the pride, the ego. And so I, I really think um, that's those small baby steps of asking, um, asking people how you can get better. So I hope, I, I know that's big, big picture. Thank you. Not- end in mind, bring it back, start small. Yeah. I love, I love that piece. And I always like to say the line, you can't read the label when you're inside the bottle Yeah, and it's great to get outside perspective of what somebody might see you as, or, you know, you see yourself one way, but other people might have a totally different perception and, and they're going to give you some, some honest truth. And, you know, just on the sobriety piece, I mean, I, I delayed kind of fully committing two years ago till Valentine's day when I told my wife, so yeah. all month of January, I didn't have a drink and I was doing it to train for one of those Goggins crazy races. And, you know, a month and a half before I told her, and then I shared it with everybody else. Right. And I think yeah. there is in our DNA and in human nature, you want to be communal, right? We want to be yeah. bonded with people, but I would challenge you dad listeners. Are you bonded and are you in the right communities? Yeah. Because I have no problem now, two years down the road of being the outlier. I tell my sons all the time, you want an extraordinary life, you got to be the outlier because yep. everybody else is just going down that common, average, mediocre, suffocating way. And they're just they're just punting on life. And it, it's a brutal way to live because we only get one trip around the sun as dads. I mean, yeah. I one of my posts that went viral was, you know, by age 12, 75% of your time with your kids is done. By 18, 95% of the time you're going to get with your kids is done. If you're not, if you can't take that in and say, holy crap, I need to make a change. I need to do what Kevin said. You know, it's, it's incredibly, incredibly powerful. And I will tell you, and I'm sure you can second this when you intentionally pour into your family, when you intend, you know, I've got two boys, 15 and 13, a little bit older than your guys. Yeah. When I pour into those guys and we have a great gym session or I'm just rebounding from, I hug them, give them a kit. Like yeah. that, that's what matters at the end of the day. Right. And, yeah. and it's so, so important to, to be aware of that. And, uh, and to, to your point, intention, intentionality and intentionally pour into your kiddos. Yeah. I speak to it as there's intangibles and tangible leave behinds. And, and in, in the terms of legacy, uh, and, and it's sad, uh, the definition of legacy, number one definition is money or land left to those behind. That, yeah. That's what the Miriam and Oxford says. The second death, the secondary definition is about the intangibles that, sh- that will, you'll leave behind. So we, the world's got it so wrong and backwards. It is about the, it's not about this money and things that you leave behind. I'm not, again, not saying sell it all or don't work hard or, but right. I'm just saying there's so much more of an intangible leave behind of perseverance, grit, hard work, passion, purpose, identity. Those are the things that we're missing. The world has fooled us. 
we're doing down this rabbit hole. We're trying to find more, 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 more money, more this. You make this, then it's just, oh, it's, I mean, the bonus check that's coming is already spent before it even gets to, to most of us, right? Right. Uh, the savings rates, everything, all that stuff is awful of what we're up against. And we're, we're, but that's, again, at the end of the day, what are you going to do with the one life that you were given to live? Um, and, and that's it. And, and that's not going to leave generation, just one generation. We're talking multi-generational impact. That's the heart that you have with Warrior Dad. That's the heart I have with Dad Voted and speaking truth into, into and sometimes the truth is hard. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking from a heart of love, sometimes you do have to have those tough conversations with a dad or with a friend or with your son. Um, yeah. But th- that's, that's the goal is how do we leave this tangible, intangible, shift the mindset to a legacy mindset and leaving an intangible uh, benefits to our children that then go for years and years and years. I, I always say, it only takes one dad yep. to change a family tree forever. And if you would let that sink in, you could be that one dad that five generations down the line, they talk about like, that's, that's worth so much more. Yep. I think than the financial or land or whatever the, the Webster's yep. dictionary is definition is. I appreciate you standing and fighting with me in this journey. I'm not Absolutely. satisfied where society is headed. Polarization, anger, hatred, epic levels of depression, anxiety. We got to stand up and fight. So I appreciate you being on this journey with me. Kevin, where can people find you? Where can they find the book? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Everything is pretty much dad voted. Dadvoted.com is the the website. Uh, We've got Amazon. You can pick up the book. It's dad voted. And then it's dads devoted to discovering their duty, direction, and destiny. The three most important uh, triple D's. And, uh, and then LinkedIn, my name, um, of course, all the other socials dad voted, but I'm excited, man, uh, a lot of cool stuff ahead and excited to continue to partner with like-minded men like you that we're just the, the fatherhood, uh, the brotherhood of fatherhood, man. It's, it's a tight knit and, uh, we've got a battle ahead of us, but we're, uh, we're taking steps every day to make it, leave an impact and influence, uh, influence those around us, man. Yeah. Thanks Kevin for being on the show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Brother. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Dare to be uncommon. Love, lead, legacy, create a legendary day. And I'll talk to you soon.